The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 Welcome, everybody, to Beyond episode 494. My goodness, that is a lot of numbers. My name is Max Scoville, and I'm joined by Brian Altano. Hey, baby cakes. Hey, there's that name again. And Marty Sleva. <laughs> I don't like this old baby cakes thing. It was very sexy last week. This time around, I don't know if I'm feeling it. <laughs> anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you today. We are going to talk a little bit about Far Cry 5, what we can. Uh, Spider-Man is going to be playing baby Nathan Drake in the Uncharted film. And speaking of video game movies, which are always and always will be sort of a terrible idea, the Resident Evil movie franchise is getting a six-movie reboot. What could possibly go wrong? Hold let's it. start things out. Let's uh, let's what? talk a little bit about Far Cry. Wait, can we, can no, we talk no, about breaking, breaking news? news? Breaking news. <laughs> Time for the breaking news. That's not how it goes. Right, right uh, before we started recording, all of a sudden, uh, Rockstar, the developers of games like Manhunt and State of Emergency, yeah. uh, sent out a press release saying that Red Dead Redemption 2 is now coming spring 2018. Uh, Big delay. Yeah. They are uh, very apologetic. They said, we're very sorry for any disappointment this delay causes, but we are firm believers in delivering a game when it is ready. We're really excited to bring you more details about the game this summer. In the meantime, please enjoy these new screenshots. And there's a cowboy, and there's forest, and there's huh. another cowboy, right. and there's guns. Well, that's kind of nice. I like that they, I yeah, like that they're, yeah. they're not just like, here's a disappointing thing. Here's some cool pictures of cowboys yeah. to go with it. So uh, when they say this summer, I'm imagining another trailer to piece type thing. I, mean, I don't think they'll be at E3. So that's the big thing. It's like Rockstar generally doesn't go to E3. Uh, we know that they're aligned with Sony on this game, so if they would be at E3, they would probably maybe a trailer at the Sony conference. Um, but yeah, later this summer, it, it feels like if it would have been E3, they would have said E3. Yeah. Uh, but later this summer, I, I mean... They, yeah, I think Rockstar control the message. Yeah, and they go to the beat of their own drum, so they'll just... We'll wake up one morning and there'll be a, a well, trailer. The good thing is, is it gets the it gets the bad news out of the way. And if they are at E3, which I still don't suspect, but say there's a 1 in 100 chance of that happening... That trailer that they run won't end with spring 2018. Yeah. And everyone be like, what wait, the wait hell? Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is kind of relieving in a way, I was just yeah. saying, because um, this is the kind of game that I will... Like, I'll put it this way. I put 110 hours into Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. in the spring. Spring's kind of nice for a game yeah. like this. Yeah. Like, uh, holiday season, different story. It's going to be going up against a bunch of other stuff, and this will give it sort of a couple of months to just chill on its yeah. own. GTA 4 released in that window. I think it was like yeah. April, May, I remember yeah. playing yeah. in college. Um, and I'm totally fine. This also wasn't really surprising. You know, when they had that trailer in October or November, and they were like, it's coming. 
coming fall 2017. I was like, I don't think it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What I do like about them is that they're not they're not beating us over the head with new trailers and new gameplay and stuff. The fact that it's like, hey, this is a little bit longer than you were expecting, but you still don't really know what this game is. Yeah. You don't know anything. Had that one tone like piece it, yeah. that was really pretty. Right. Yeah. Technically, this is the first time this game's been delayed. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> weird thinking about it that yeah. way because it's, yeah. we've waited years and years for it, so yeah. it felt like it kept getting delayed. But we've only known about this game for a few months. Yeah. And now we know we're not going to be playing it for a while. So Which is sort of fine because like this fall just continues to get busier and busier with Battlefront and Destiny and Call of Duty and possibly Far Cry. Yeah. Um, you game, know, Mario. Conversations changed, I think, just now. I mean, yeah. that was a major, major contender yeah. for sure. I don't think there was any universe in which these guys would have shipped a game that we would not have put you know, in one of our top five games. Yeah, yeah. They, make, they make incredible games. Uh, on that note, um, yeah, Far Cry 5. You mentioned that. Um, so we got a bunch of sort of more tone pieces, not even really trailers exactly, yeah. showing off that this is set in uh, Hope Valley, Montana. Valley, Montana. Yeah. yeah. And what else do we know? So that's, okay, so this is like a weird thing. What can we say? Yeah, so we can I, say more next yeah. week. So there's going to be a big reveal, a big proper trailer that's happening, I believe, 6 a.m. Eastern on Friday. Yeah. Uh, we are recording this at 1 o'clock on Monday. Um, uh, last Friday, we got a chance to go take a look at kind of a behind-closed-doors presentation. Um, and they we kinda, did not play it. We did not play it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we really, I would say we really even barely saw any of the actual game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, you know, very bite size. Um, but that said, it's interesting because it's, uh, a game, a series that's typically about going to exotic locations where yeah. things are crazy. And in this case, it's Montana. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess what we can surmise from what you guys have seen or what we, you know, we've, we've all been shared with by Ubisoft this morning. Uh, yeah, these four teasers sort of set. The setting and don't really teach us much in the way of character. Mm-hmm. Um, our guess is that it's present day. It feels mm-hmm. pretty close to that. Uh, there is uh, signs of decay or yeah. things being awry. I don't know. Like I saw some comments being like zombies. I don't. I don't get that at all. No. Um, there's that one shot in the beginning uh, where this you see this like kind of river flowing by and there's a dead body in yeah. it. Which I thought could was be really, sleeping. Could, could be, also just be some a, yeah. a good creek now. It's one of the big, yeah. big pastimes in Montana is a sleepy time river cruise. It's I think fun, it's a fun uh, stream prank. Where you, just, uh, <laughs> you fake your own death and just float by. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think what, the good thing this these uh, teaser pieces did was a lot of people when they hear Montana, it's like I don't know what comes to their mind. Like they're like, is it just flat? Just big, big flat nothing like yeah. wheat fields or like because Montana doesn't really have an identity uh, in terms of pop culture. Like most states, you could be like, oh, it's like every you, you don't have to there's have gone a, to New York City to know what New York City is. Montana Max from the Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> that's so this, one, yeah. that's actually who you're that's who you're playing as in this game. Yeah, he's actually the villain. It's yeah, first Voss, then Pagan Min. You know, you joke, but I would totally play like an M-rated adult Tiny Toon <laughs> Far Cry oh, game. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. there's like Tasmanian devils running around, yeah. and you know, yeah. I'm so I know one thing, Brian. You're a little worried about is like, like we said, Far Cry goes to exotic places. It goes to Africa. It goes to these islands. It goes to the Himalayas. It goes to way back in dinosaur times. Uh, I guess it was post dinosaur times. Yeah, uh, Montana. The dinosaur times last week, and uh, some people were not happy about oh, that. The old, the old DTs, the Mesolithic, <laughs> the old time. Um, but like they all had all these strange animals you could ride elephants, and there were saber toothed tigers and stuff. So those things don't really exist in Montana. Yeah. So I I think it's the idea that. Uh, 
the franchise so far has been defined by like a few core tenants and one of them is crazy insane animals another has become riding those crazy insane animals and then a third uh sort of vehicular combat and destruction now vehicular combat folded into riding insane animals in primal but in the rest of them you know you got uh you got a bunch of helicopters and you got cars and tanks and stuff you could blow up i love that the like from kind of three i guess two onward like the driving is just wonky yeah it's silly driving yeah it's, it's purposeful they're, they're funny cars and yeah. it's okay the cars are completely disposable yeah, your car oh. gets sick and you have to go heal it and like, yeah just, yeah but there are like i mean montana does have you know they have bears and they have like horses and like elk yeah <laughs> yep yep yeah no i'm, Moose, I'm mooses i yeah i don't know what they i don't know what they're gonna do with that i'm yeah. hoping the game centers around a zoo That'd be kind of cool. That narratively just gives you a free pass. This yeah. Be like, yeah. We got everything. Yeah. What if I mean, it, was a, like, it was a time zoo, too, and all the old animals would come out, such as the dinosaur? I, yeah. I'd, <laughs> so, um, why did you even respond to that like I'm an no, adult be, man? No, like, because a, you were ta- we were talking about the, the identity of Montana. One of the big identities of Montana is that there were hundreds and hundreds of dinosaurs buried beneath it. Yeah. People have been pulling. Well, that's like, true. Yeah. yeah. People have been pulling dinosaur skeletons out of that old floor for a long time now. So, oh, the old Montana floor? You never know. So I don't think we'll see anything like that in this game, but yeah. I do think that there's room for that in the future. <laughs> yeah. For the past. Um, the future of this game where they go to the past. Yeah, so we will have, I mean. <laughs> obviously, more coverage of this as it as it becomes more yeah. clear what's going on. One of the uh, points I put down here was like, yeah. what does this feel like going head-to-head against Red Dead with two Western-ish games in the fall? Not an issue. Solve yeah. that problem. Well, we're assuming this is the fall. I don't think we know when Far Cry's coming no, out yet. we don't. Yeah, and that's my, not even a, like, we're being yeah. coy. Like, we don't know if it's fall or... Yeah, we have, my, my guess was fall because, no, we straight up don't know, but um, the sort of uh, announcement to release cycle to Far Cry Games yeah. has historically been, smaller. been yeah. yeah, I mean, you prehistorically been yeah. pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think every let's see, Blood Dragon and Primal came out sort of spring. Were spring, they were yeah. like March, March, April. The other ones like were fall releases. And everything else was yeah, everything else is holiday. Yeah, so. I mean, my gut says, assuming Assassin's Creed Egypt or whatever it is gets announced at E three, that one of these two games is going to be a fall game, and the other one is going to be a spring game. Okay, um, I think so. yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I guess with Red Dead moving, like the fall is a little less busy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's there's here's the thing. Like a lot of people who love video games saw this news today about Red Dead, and they're like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" But yeah. publishers are like, "Yes, <laughs> oh yeah. my god, yeah. the game that'll yeah. top NPD for the next three and a half years yes. got out of the way for yeah. six yeah. months." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I can imagine know. like EA and Activision lunches. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, they're. Yeah. yeah, imagine EA and Activision, even Ubisoft, are like breathing a collective sigh of relief. Yeah. Of like, all right, yeah. this gives our, our games room to breathe in the fall. I mean, Activision yeah. would, has Call of Duty, which everybody and historically has Destiny, gotten out yeah. of the way of. Yeah, and Destiny as well. Um, and so now that they can kind of just focus on their own portfolio. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have a hunch this will be a fall game, but um, we've seen. I think when did we see Primal? Was that it was in spring. spring? Yeah, it was a spring, spring game, right? Yeah. Uh, but we've also seen Ubisoft, and we said in the past in the show, be like, hey, here's all of our games. They're out on the same day. Well, and they also just randomly were like, oh, yeah, South Park, by the way, is out, uh, I think, October 19th. Yeah. They just like randomly released a press release. So that's interesting. Yeah. Then. Okay. So, so that's at least they have that game in the fall. Right. So, yeah, I wonder where that fits with Assassin's Creed yeah. and Far Cry. Yeah. Huh. I, I can't help but feel that at this point they just want to get it out there. They just want to like. like I don't. We don't want to work with yeah. Matt Trey. Which one? Um, South, South Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's that's reaching that point that I feel like oversaturation. Watchdogs had yeah, where totally. they can announce something, and at this point, it's like it's. I I, I just I glaze over, and I'm like, yeah. I, and it's not that I don't care about that game. It's that I just 
like let me know when it's out. Wake I, me up. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, but I also I think that um, South Park has the strategic advantage of they can always time the launch of that game to a new season. Whereas Watch Dogs is kind of like, dude, we've been reading about this game for four years. Right, right, right. Like the, the graphics in South Park are not getting any better or any worse. Yeah. They yeah, are what yeah. they are. They could drop an episode this fall about like Trump's butthole and yeah. it'll be, it'll go viral. Yeah. And then the next day they'll be like, our game's out and yeah. you'll go buy it because you're excited about Trump's yeah. butthole. Yeah. Well, so what, what's their style? Is I don't that what that orb was? Has any, am I the only one that's ever seen South Park? I'm not, I'm not allowed to watch it. I don't see anything that's TVMA. I've it's seen the political. first. I've seen the first 44 president presidential buttholes, <laughs> but I'm not caught up on on 45. Uh, also, uh, South Park is sort of like a singular ish game this fall. Like, there's really right. nothing in common. Like, yeah. the big JRPG of the year was Persona, and that already got out of the way. So, like, yeah. South Park doesn't really have a ton of analogs. So it's not really an RPG. Yeah, 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 yeah more tactical. Yeah, South Park's also it's South Park. Yeah. Exactly. It's unlike anything else. Um, and then the other final bit of Ubisoft news after the earnings call, uh, Jonathan reached out to them was like hey what's going on with the avatar game that massive's working on the the um uh division developer and they're like oh it won't be out before 2020 they're like, they're, they're like oh uh yeah, right. We, yeah, they're working on it. Yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot we even mentioned anything yeah. about that. Why would we bring that up? <laughs> so if you're an Avatar fan outside of Max, there's one of Hi. you out there. Oh, uh, I love Avatar. <laughs> that franchise that was supposed to have this like sort of massive, you know, reintroduction uh, around this time and next year and the year after uh, went from being a bunch of new movies, a bunch of new video games and theme park uh, rides to just uh, a cafeteria at a theme park. <laughs> So yeah, if you love Avatar, go on, go get those uh, weird like I don't know blue burgers. tiger waffles or yeah. whatever the hell they're selling. <laughs> go down to Pongu Pongu and get yourself uh, you can, some, you can uh, make a Navi doll of yourself made using that. Get some Jello get, get Jello tail tangles. That's how they kiss yeah. in that in yeah. that movie. Enjoy a nice bioluminescent ale. Use Ooh. your hair to have sex with your wife. If Holy you can name a character from that film, they'll give you five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, speaking of uh, movies that take forever to exist, oh, God. Uh, let's talk about the Uncharted movie. Mm. I don't want to. I think it's a bad <laughs> idea for a movie, and I think so do a lot of other people, but they keep sort of trucking this thing out and being like, hey, remember that movie that uh, that Seth Rogen and friends were made? Well, actually, the, sorry, it's actually Joe Carnahan from the, actually, no, it's no, not. It was him. David O. Russell. No, yeah, no, no. It's no, currently, no. what, Sean Levy, Sean Levy who worked on. Not at the museum, I believe. He did, yeah, and he did. Uh, he did some of Stranger Things. But at yeah. least, like, at least you know, Bruce Straley and Neil Druckmann are directly connected to this film, right? They're just writing the script every single day, right, Max? Right? Yes, but because of very complicated Hollywood laws, they have to wear clever disguises and go by different names when they work on the movie, yeah. and then yeah. they have to pretend that they don't even like it. They've definitely so made it uh, made it known yeah. that they have yeah. nothing to do. with No this. involvement uh, whatsoever. Good. Creating a, sort of a cross media rap. But there is one bit of good news. I don't know. I think okay, this yeah. Is the good big news. news here is that Tom Holland, who is playing Spider Man and Spider Man Homecoming and was in Civil War is going to be playing young Nathan Drake. Uh, I am... I, uh, I agree. This movie doesn't need to exist. But yeah. if it does exist, I think this is a smart uh, way to take it. Yeah. Honestly. I think this yes. is telling a story that isn't one of the stories from the games. Yes. Okay, so uh, I'll put it this way. Uh, Tom Holland's awesome from what we've seen of him so far. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Spider-Man, obviously, to mm-hmm. see like how he carries a two-hour film yeah. by himself. Yeah. At, at, this, at, at this level of goofiness. Right. Um, what it seems they're doing here is they're strategically posi- positioning this franchise to start around 
the sort of young years. Yeah. We don't know if there's going to be a, you know, middle-aged Drake they mm-hmm. cut to in this movie. My guess is that this will just focus on the young stuff yeah. and that they'll grow from there. Like, I, I think if you look at, like, Indiana Jones, they started him in his 30s and then they cut back to young Indy and now they're making one where he's 90 and it's weird, <laughs> yeah. right? But what if you had just started with young Indy? Maybe there wouldn't even yeah. be a franchise. To <laughs> Who knows? Right? I mean, it's tough. It's that, tough to that's say. a really good point because that does that. First of all, that separates it from just being, hey, it's it's like a modern day Indiana Jones where the Nazis are exploding mummies. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it also separates it from like it, it makes it a little bit more interesting. To be like, oh, it's a young, it's a young adventurer. That's cool. Uh, it also is separate enough from what you think of when you think of Uncharted that yeah. you're not like they screwed it up it's like no they made something new and different that said at what point does going a new interesting novel direction just completely forget that you're adapting something to begin with um, like if you took the Uncharted name off of this and you were like yeah Tom Holland is playing an adventurer and he went and saw that movie and if they didn't would you see that movie Drake, would you know it was exactly I mean would we be talking about it would no anybody? we wouldn't I think that's well that's the catch right like you attach it to a franchise yeah. that people know about and they're like ah oh, I guess I'll go see it yeah it just seems kind of sloppy it uh, does it does yeah, apparently it does. Uh, Sony executive Tom Rothman basically saw Homecoming and was like he's the one he's Nathan Drake let's get him in there because I guess he saw dollar signs, or he's just Tom Holland's so, uh, good kid, or whatever. Yeah. So you know? we've seen we've seen young Nathan Drake in Uncharted three, uh, yeah. and then we saw it again in Uncharted Before. four in a, in a much longer sequence, yeah. um, which I thought was really well done. And we actually the Uncharted four stuff was cool because you got to see that cut back to the time period a couple mm-hmm. times. Whereas in three, it's really just that you know one major section, that mm-hmm. small heist. Um, he is younger. Nathan Drake is younger in that game, in that section. And Tom Holland. And Tom Holland is now Tom Holland's Tom Holland's 20. 20. Okay. And Tom Holland could probably play a younger kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not, playing a high school. He's playing Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah. yeah. But not like a 12 year old or 13 sure, year old. Sure. Um, I have to go back and check how old he is in Uncharted 3. Yeah. So he's somewhere between like the kid version we saw in that game and the adult version we see in all the things now. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to sort of start, if you start that. In, at age 20 like is he in high school like or he's 20 he plays a high schooler yeah he, I don't know I, I think it could be interesting if this movie's about like him learning the ropes from Sully yeah like and you could have a Sully who isn't like grizzled and out of shape this could be a like 40 year old Sully um, yeah, do you think they'll bring his brother into it maybe like I, 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 yeah again I don't know if they're like I feel like when this movie was in development there was no brother well like, when, there, this movie when was Uncharted first, was in development there was, there was no, no brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted 4 was the first time they're like long lost yeah, brother yeah, here like, he is how come we haven't talked about that yeah, exactly real weird um yeah I'm just I'm I'm like I said I'm I'm sick of hearing about the Uncharted movie we've been talking about it for like almost a decade now yeah, yeah. it's just and it's like all right I mean make something new i don't know this is the kind of thing where like i when we see a teaser for it i'll believe it's real yeah and until then i think almost no matter what it is it's it's gonna sort of disappoint just on the basis that we're going back and forth about what we've for so long we've seen it get this close before right oh yeah david o russell with mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. yeah we've seen it get this close entirely scrapped the script apparently sure they just took joe carnahan's thing and they're like we don't like it anymore get out of here and they threw it out the window oh yeah i mean it it would have been weird if they just used joe carnahan's script where he's like a middle-aged dude but he's like 20 and it's also gonna be that sounds like something i'd see he's got uh, he's dating elena she's like 15 years older than him so funny it'd be like a weird like and it's just yeah she's like why don't you ever pay attention to me and he's like i'm 20 (laughs) (laughs) but he acts i just want to see him acting like a 45 year old is he gonna like be just gunning a bunch of people down he seems like a little little babby it's probably gonna be like in the ninja turtles movies where he just he's always gonna be shooting like chandeliers and stuff and he's gonna shoot like a rope and a bunch of wine barrels yeah Yeah, or like uh what's the other one 
Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of video game movies, uh, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. Why do we have to talk about this? It's worth mentioning. <sighs> Resident Evil, that beloved Paul W. S. Anderson film series, is getting a reboot as six movies. I don't know why. Like, what I don't know what they're like. I don't, I don't care. Six. I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul W. S. Anderson is working on a Monster Hunter movie. Stop it! Why? What is he doing? I don't know, man. That's... Also, it's ingenious that he just casts his wife in these movies, and so they both get paychecks for the same thing, yeah. and they get to travel to like prizes, where, the, the, the Sudan or yeah. wherever those movies are filmed. Whatever green screen. <laughs> she gets a, a fetching new corset. That being said, flip. I, want, I, want, I don't want. To, I want this movie to take place in like the weird, the weird house from Resident. Seven. Yeah, it's kind totally of what, I, down what I wanted to ask. Like, does that make sense to do now? Like, do you do you kind of build up to the umbrella? See those moss men. Yeah. Well, how about this? Like, when these movies started, they were like, they they were the movies you would want to pay to see in a theater, or yeah. at least we thought they would be for a little while, and they immediately not not were anymore. <laughs> 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 but, but like the sixth or seventh one, you're like, you're putting this in theaters, but you really shouldn't. Yeah. You should just put it direct to Crackle. Yeah, no, the, the first um, I just think out, the same yeah. thing. Poor Crackle. This is a different story. So I think like if the rising tide raises all ships here and we we got a new Resident Evil game that's, that was awesome this year that I loved, right? Uh, until the, the end. Which yeah, is, last year it was kind of a bummer. Uh, but like if this means more Resident Evil games, um, I'm totally down with that. And that game sold well enough to, I think, you know, justify sequels. I think they said Capcom's predicting that uh, when all said and done, it'll move 10 million copies which is awesome huge. yeah that's yeah, huge that's yeah. i'm really i'm yeah. happy about that because it was like they took a huge wow. risk they shook things up and they tried something new and yeah. it's rewarding it like yeah um but yeah it's also crazy to think like you know oh a resident evil movie and it's like the, the movies have gone off and done their own thing entirely yeah uh but the first one came out what like 2001 or so yeah when like re4 hadn't even come out and yeah that completely changed the whole like the whole setup Slipknot so. had a song in the soundtrack yeah uh, sure did yeah there's a yeah. scene in in that movie that ended up in the game basically with the lasers the lasers in that yeah. hallway oh yeah they took that and put it in the game like leon does backflips through it it's really weird because it's one of the only times i think the resident evil movies have directly it's, inspired the games in some way yeah. and not the other way around so weird i'm sure the people that really love those films are telling me i'm wrong right now yeah. but you know what's insane is i think paul ws anderson has directed six or seven resident evil movies if he's going to direct six more he'll directed 12 13 movies in the same series i don't think he's attached to this i think they i think they want to get somebody else paul thomas anderson that would be amazing (laughs) i want that so much i do too yeah Yeah. i don't think you can legally uh you can family's not a word it's a sentence i don't think you can direct 13 movies in the same franchise unless you're what the guy that did land before time yeah. <laughs> How many other times have been 13 movies? Out? I don't think the same man directed those. Yeah, it was one man. It's one man. He, hand, he hand drew all He drew all the films little, himself. Yeah. Too. <laughs> stop talking. Yeah, he he named his firstborn Littlefoot. Drew all these dinosaurs. Please stop. I'm Why are we talking about Goddamn Land movies. Before Time? Did you know the actress who, who voiced Ducky was murdered by her father? What? Yeah, after I the first movie. I don't want them to talk about this. She was. Why are you laughing? Why did you say that? <laughs> because the audience deserves to know. These people, are, they don't deserve to know. This <laughs> yes, is a PlayStation do. podcast. You can't talk about the land before time. I'm not. I'm talking about murders. You can't talk about murders either. They're illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about illegal things. This is horrible. Get anyway, us out of here. All right, fine. Um... 
we got the big, huge Destiny 2 announcement thing, the big reveal of that. Uh, we don't know anything about Destiny. <laughs> yeah. So there's an entire other podcast called Fireteam Chat, so go check that one yeah. out. Um, in other news, uh, Lawbreakers, uh, the Cliff Blazinski boss boss fight key, boss key fight. What, what is it? What is it boss, called? The boss key. Boss key. key. Yeah. Um, Bossa Nova. It's, uh, it's coming to PS4. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about this. This is like, it's kind of an odd landscape for... It's what thirty bucks, I think, and it was yeah, been, which is smart like press free to play on on yeah. PC. Uh, it's interesting because they leaned really hard into this being like a PC arena shooter when it first launched, mm-hmm. and then to be like, oh hey, just kidding, it's, you can also use a controller. Is like, I mean, I don't think they ever yeah. said they weren't yeah. going to bring it to consoles. Sure. I mean, I think uh, they saw the success of Overwatch on consoles. Yeah, like, mm, we should probably do this. And I'm curious to see how it, uh, you know, how it does. Like, uh, it's it's. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, we've got, you know, there's Overwatch and there's Paragon and there's Paragon's trucking along pretty well. Yeah. Like, uh, it seems to have a pretty good following. Battleborn, is... yeah, um, yeah. I don't think that one's a, a thing anymore. There was, I, I mean, no, there there was a somebody on Reddit put together the like the number of players concurrently playing it like three months ago, and it was <laughs> it was basically like negative five. It was yeah. dead in the water. So I can't even imagine now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I, that was a crowded landscape for that now. But a lot of stuff is sort of cleared out of the way. Maybe there's room for this one. I mean, I, I can't imagine what gets people like attracted to games like this because it's you're not just like, oh, I want to buy the game and I want to play it and then I go home. It's like you you are investing a ton of time. Like this yeah. is this is kind of you know it's a vaguely I feel like MMO like kind of player well well, that's exactly it right you just answered your own question like for that i think it's somebody can be like well do i buy 15 single player games this year or do i buy this one game for 30 dollars that i become a god at and i completely fall in love with all the characters i master them i level them up i get amazing at it yeah but i mean i guess how do they how do they get the overwatch audience you know because that's like a hardcore fan base and Mm -hmm. you know they're people who kind of they find the thing they like and you know maybe yeah Yeah, i think with the overwatch crowd it's interesting because we didn't we haven't really seen anything on consoles on that level before sure yeah um and now everyone is trying to do it again, but it mm. might be one of those things where it just doesn't happen for a while. Like yeah. Overwatch just might be that thing. And I think when people look to consoles and they're like, I want this really cool, badass hero shooter, shooter, I'll just play Overwatch. So, yeah. um, but then again, they knew going into this, like Lawbreakers was not designed in a vacuum. Like they knew Overwatch existed. So that's obviously one of the problems they're going to have to solve for. And they're going to have to really like, in the same way any fighting game has to sell itself, mm-hmm. they're going to have to really get out there and be like, these are why our heroes are awesome. Yeah. Like this is why this you want to play with this person. So yeah, they I put mean, out like a really gorgeous like cinematic trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you do like, you do get that uh, like original, like, oh, from the creator of Gears of War. Yeah. And so that like will perk up people's ears and be like yeah. oh i wonder what he's been up there for the last few years yep. yeah yeah um oh boy uh so we played a game a new game i don't uh, like the name of this game it's a great game it's we, we played it brian and i both played it it's called dick wild dick wild played dick wild wild, wild with a d like it's oscar a, wild yes yeah. yes it's wild or olivia wild yes dick I like wild. her yeah so it's a game dick with a dick it's a game about hunting animals. Yes, uh, it's really more about self defense and within nature. Uh, Most notably, this is the uh, <laughs> the second game that uh, or uh, of five uh, that support the VR aim controller that you can play right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you bought Farpoint last year or last week, which uh, apparently was number two on the UK sales charts for the week, which really? is really surprising. Oh, surprising, yeah. It's, a, it's an eighty dollar package, basically, yeah. Yeah. or uh, whatever they call it there. I guess, yeah. Funny money. All right, you know what it is. Yeah, what, we dollars do. or package. Uh, what are they? Euros? Is it it pounds? Pounds. 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 Yeah, yeah. pounds. Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> 
got pounds here. They're on our bodies. America, mother. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Let's talk about the Richard right, Wilde. Like Dick Wilde. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's super arcadey. Basically, it's uh, again PSVR. If we didn't make that clear, you play as this man named Dick Wilde who lives out in the the glades, mm-hmm. and he's like this animal mercenary. <laughs> and you keep getting these calls where they're like, "Dick, we got problems. There's all kinds of puffins and flamingos and crocodiles doing nasty things." And then you're like, you select your weapon of choice, and yeah. there are all these like wonderful kind of like Rube Goldberg like there's like a grenade launcher that shoots like PBR cans and there's it's all like kind of cell shaded and cartoony looking and I really dig it you get this like this kind of home home office base where it's sort of the menu screen uh and you can just shoot everything in the room. Yeah, like I was really fun everywhere and like it's a, so it's a twenty dollar game and it's just it feels like like having an arcade cabinet at home. Yeah, it's really cool. And they've got a there's a party mode where you can like swap the headset with people and just see yep. who gets the high score. Uh, as far as the game goes, it's it's pretty simple. You're just shooting animals. Mm-hmm. Like there's crocodiles coming at you, and there's seagulls flying overhead. And certain animals will like just come close to you, and then just like lunge at you. Other ones will like like the birds will like defecate in your eyes. Yeah, they'll poop in your face. Yeah. And then there's these fish that throw up on you. I don't like the throw up fish one bit. And when it hits you, uh, there's this sort of like ink, you know, ink look like in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Oh, where you get squished. Your so eyes just get all over your face. In feces and, and then there's all these alligators and sharks are coming at you and you're just covered in like puke yeah. and poop and you're just yeah, like, you, ah, uh, flying <laughs> everywhere. You gotta move your head to it's dodge great. the fluids. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's super goofy. It's I love that it's just... It's kind of gruesome. Like there's just yeah. bloody chunks everywhere, and you just you try to shoot this golden carp repeatedly. Like it's some bless me Ultima reference. And like but in like, terms of controls, like again, like this VR aim controller is awesome. Yeah, like it's really really good for this game. Um, I didn't get to test it out with uh, just regular move controllers because yeah. why would I bother at this point? Yeah. But with the VR aim controller, all of the guns. Once again, the VR aim controller doesn't look like a gun. It looks stupid when you see it. It looks like a weird, some weird sex thing or like yeah. a you know a pool handle or something like that. But <laughs> When you're holding it in the game, they make it look like all the guns in the game, and all the guns feel like some sort of like kit bash Nerf gun. Yeah, thing. they're really they're really fun. Like, like the, it's like a Nerf gun that somebody taped a bunch of like rocket yeah. launchers to. Like you can be like, cool. and like the, the two modes is kind of a nice a nice setup. I think the idea is basically each gun has like a, a long range and a short range, yep. and you're trying to like juggle it. Uh, the one thing, the one downside of this game is that I feel like it's just it's a little bit too hard. To it's be hard like engaging. It's very difficult. It's all score based, and it's got like leaderboards and everything. Uh, but like it just kicks your ass. Like mm-hmm. there's uh, basically the fish will get you, and at the end of every round, you can either get like uh, a health health boost or like uh, mines or like a turret or something. Turret. Yeah, you get like a perk between. Yeah. Level. If you survive to the end of the level and don't get attacked by poop and puke and yeah. fish, and the fish bite you. Yeah, then you can be like, all right, if you have full health, you don't touch the health, but you get like a rocket launcher turret yeah. that's just like shooting just at shoot, sharks while you're shooting. Fireworks. Yeah. And actually, I really like the setting of this game in terms of VR because you're basically. Sitting on this crappy-looking raft yeah. in this big cell-shaded like lagoon. Depending on the level you pick, uh, sometimes there's giant mountains, and you're just looking out over this lake like this drunk redneck guy yeah, holding these, a gun. And there's like all these animals coming at you, horrible animals. And you're just shooting at them. So I actually, it's what, funny. Is I was playing in kind of the basic normal mode, um, and it's you know it's challenging. I you know I'd get like five waves in, and then I'd die, and I'd yep. be like, all right, well I'll try that again and see if I get a higher score. And I was like, let me see. And there's like there's like three areas. Uh, there's one, there's like the super duper difficult area. And I was like, let me see how this goes. And I go in there and it's just insane. There's just, there's Loch Ness monsters and there's like mm-hmm. creatures from the Black Lagoon just like throwing feces at you. And it's all very dumb and gross. And I, I kind of love it for that. I wish that it was like, I wish that it was more 
I, I guess easier just so I could spend more time with it. You mm-hmm. know, it just yeah. it pushes back just a tiny bit too hard, almost in the way that if it was an arcade game, like it's it's arcade difficulty. Sure, you know, in that you're it's you're meant to, to lose get, so you can yeah, get more money out of it. Wants your coins. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was all right. Um, I also played around with uh, with Farpoint. We had a few people asking about that in the uh, the podcast beyond Facebook group. Um, Jim uh, Demetrius says, "Want to hear Max's thoughts on the Farpoint experience?" Well. I am a huge baby, and I am scared of spiders, and spiders are scary in yeah. virtual reality. <laughs> so I decided to not play more of that game. I yeah, got you're definitely like, not so the first person I've heard say that. Yeah, this is actually you, Alana, have said, has McCaffrey, said this, Ryan yeah. McCaffrey has said this. Um, yeah. I. What did you think? What, I'll put it this way: Like, what did you? How did you think you were going to handle this game going in? Because you knew it was about spiders, right? It was about spiders. I don't know. I didn't know. Like here's yeah that's the thing is I could I, I'd be okay fighting a big a big spider like it gets I there know, I know but little ones just jumping at you like the uh-huh. size of a little dog or something uh, sort of like face huggers kind of yeah about yeah, that size kinda, and they yeah. just and it's I mean it's it's arachnophobia that's that's the thing that was I if there's a spider in my bathroom I'll kill it it's fine uh, I've if you do that it actually emits a, an odor and other it actually a lot of it. horny turned on bachelor spiders show up that's kind of true bring little yeah, sp- like spider no, bouquets is that real you kill a spider all the other spiders are like I smell a dead spider let's go check this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no I mean I, I, I find that I'm actually probably more functional with real spiders but mm-hmm. when there's spiders on like pictures on the internet or, or in a video game I just get like a little bit yeah. And in VR, it's just way too much. Sure. And I and it's kind of like I feel like I'm like, am I being like a, a huge wuss here? And then it's yep. just sort of I mean, I am, but it's also it's more like I don't want to I don't want to do this. It's not fun. Yeah. Like I'm having a physical like 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 I'm repulsed. I don't yeah. want to have these fake animals. Jumping a, at so me. do you think if they had different a different animal, if it was grasshoppers or something would be OK? Maybe. I don't like grasshoppers. Like, what if they're robots? If they're robots, it'd be fine. I think it was an odd choice to be. And it's not a game that's leaning into horror by any means. They're not like, oh, it's far point. The scariest experience. Yeah, they're, really. It's, yeah. it's pretty vanilla in there. And I think they they kind of picked the wrong animal to have in there because people do have that reaction. Yeah, they, they like a handful of people in this office, a small sample size, are alienated. Yeah, and it. it's it's also odd. I I would almost expect, uh, and it's an M-rated game that they're bundling with their controller, mm-hmm. which seems sort of odd. I'd almost expect something more like Dick Wild, like or yeah, yeah, something that's cartoon. Dick Wild is fun for the whole family. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little too hard. That takes a little too hard. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I, that's, <laughs> what's wrong um, with you? Josh Brandt says, "Is the aim controller in Farpoint worth picking up?" Um. Yeah, at this point, I think so. You think so? Yeah, I think so. So I think that, like, I mean, it's the, it's the kind of thing. Like, if you're interested in this, I don't think this is this is something that like you would have to go out and get if you just like PlayStation. Yeah, like, if you have a PSVR and you're interested in Farpoint, um, I think it's worth picking up. I think with like with something like Dick Wild, if we get a game like that every couple of weeks, it's so funny saying the name of that game. Um, it's a very funny name. Then I'd be totally into yeah. it because there's so many games on PSVR that I've tried that I wish I retroactively could play again. I really like wonder London if Heist. I really wonder if they're going to go back and like add the uh, uh, uh-huh. move control or a point. What was it called? The aim VR aim, aim controller yeah. like support to stuff like uh, like you said like Russia Blood. Yep, yep, yep. I cool. I would love that. Um, I, I think like something like Farpoint, but with like the the Aliens franchise would be really cool. That would be awesome. Um, Starship Troopers. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I, I would even take a bunch of like old school light gun games. I've been saying that for yeah. a while, but I want like... It's totally like a House of the Dead. So, or, yeah, or like point, was that point, point, point blank. Yeah. yeah, with all the little aliens. Yeah, yeah. I would say that right now the aim controller is totally fine to wait on. Yeah. Uh, it like you said, there are five games that support it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a huge undertaking. If you're, if you're fascinated by Farpoint, then sure. If you're on the fence and you just 
mildly curious. I would say no. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. 80, it's 80 bucks. I mean, it's kind of nice that it, they did, uh, you know, for a, for a large peripheral, that's fairly cheap. But that said, it's just a it's a plastic accessory one, that may wind up being obsolete. You one know? interesting thing I saw a couple people talking about in the Facebook group was uh, Farpoint is apparently hard to play if you're left handed. Uh, because you can't swap what the analog sticks to. So in theory, your right hand would be controlling your movement. Ooh. Your left hand would be controlling the camera. Well, that affects a lot more people than uh, um, arachnophobics. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and it sounds like, because uh, they said even if you like go in, because you can change the bindings of controllers in like the UI, yep. like the, the PS4 UI, but even if you do that, the game doesn't recognize it. But it sounds like the developers are aware of it. And are gonna yeah. release I mean, patch. it asks you at the beginning yeah. if you're right or left-handed. Really? Which is odd. So I don't know if that's something they patched hmm. in or what. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe the patch is already left. Yeah. Um, I also played this other game. Uh, crap. What's the name of it? I didn't write that down. It's Galaxy. It's the one you sent me. That the the it's like Galaxy. Galaxy. No, no, no. Galaxy something. No, I know Galaxy. what you're talking about. Yeah. Should we table this one for? We can, we can go back to that one. It's really cool though. We're talking about more VR stuff. Uh, I didn't throw this in here, but I wanted to yeah. uh, real quick. Uh, Sam Witwer, who is the voice of the main character in Days Gone. <laughs> Um, the upcoming Sony exclusive from Bend mm-hmm. uh, was on a Twitch stream recently, and he said that Days Gone is going to have a big presence at uh, E3. E3. Nice. So, yeah, um, not a lot of voice actors. They're the real games journalists. The best. About it. Break uh, into the yeah, scoops. Sam's actually a friend of ours, so that's yeah. funny. Hi, Sam. Uh, you you really screwed this one up. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it's that. No, it's fine. It's like fine. I would expect that the games that were on stage last year that aren't like that's straining removed because that's a far away video game yeah. but like stuff like god of war spider-man uh days gone like i have a feeling we'll see him we're gonna see him again They're totally not totally not be uh at, here at ign we do a list uh it's like a, a, a piece every single year. it's kind of a wiki actually every single year of all the games confirmed mm-hmm. to be at e3 um and it is always way less games than you actually thought going in sure. because like last year you know nintendo was like zelda we're like oh that's on the list oh there's only like five other games on the yeah. list like yeah. it's not very often that a company will confirm that their game will be yeah. there it's a, a big guessing game so it's kind of cool that we're going to find out more about this um i'm really interested in the way the world is built mm-hmm. and the narrative behind it i think yeah. people were burnt out on zombie stuff and i think the fact that we saw that trailer twice in one press conference basically yeah like open and closed yeah because i think yeah. very it was very clear that they had something else they wanted to put there yeah. they pulled out at the last minute so they're like here's more days gone but yeah i'm i'm i remain very optimistic about this game mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Somebody asked in the comments a while ago, like, why we're not talking about it more? Because there's not, about. there's nothing to talk about yet. Yeah, yeah. they showed us stuff, and we said that looks cool. And I think in addition to that, it does look very similar to Last of Us slash zombie stuff. And <laughs> uh, I, I really want to be excited about it. I want to be interested. Uh, what I've seen so far, I, 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 I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna jump in there, and and it's. I'll be like, okay, this is this is pretty good, but I don't yeah. think I'm gonna fall in love with it. It's so cool. I don't know. I like the Pacific Northwest as a setting. Yeah, I think me that's too. cool. Like, it, 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 yeah, if they can nail the story, and like Ben's a good developer. Siphon yeah. Filter is cool. The, it's the fun. Yeah, Uncharted I mean, my, Vita fun game's game, really good. Yeah, yeah. My, my favorite parts of The Last of Us were the juxtaposition of like these beautiful sunsets. Yeah. and disgusting monster people. yeah totally yeah like i think that crashing together is really interesting and i think this game has a chance of doing that so i'm guessing at e3 we'll find out we'll see a new trailer we'll probably go hands-on with it i'd, I'd be surprised if we didn't and yeah. we'll probably find out when it launches which i hope is this fall cool yeah me too um so we do a thing here at this fine program we do for your ears and eyes and it's called rapid fire we head over to our facebook group which is facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond and we get questions from you groups.com Groups.com slash podcast beyond if you want to, I don't know, pirate our show or something. It works. <laughs> they do there. Um, but we got some questions from you guys. Uh, Chris Langan says, aside from charging your various portable devices, how are you guys preparing for E3? 
I've been gradually getting my eyebrows done. Ooh, slowly. I've been noticing one, one, one yeah. pluck a day. I do about two or three minutes of eyebrow yeah. threading down at the you mall. Like a full Dr. Wiley by the time he Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah E3 for us this year is longer than it's been in the past. Like, we yeah. are getting down there, I think, Friday. So, like... It's a little bit terrifying. Yeah, we start shooting on Saturday with the EA press conference, mm-hmm. and then pretty much there's it's nonstop until Thursday, so... I get, huh? I get back from a week in Tokyo five days before, so I'm going to be prepping E3 by fighting jet lag. Yeah. Oh, that's not going to be good for business. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. hopefully get over it just as I go into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird show to, like, prepare for. It's hard to, yeah. Um, we're preparing here by building out our live production mm-hmm. and booking guests for you know for our various sets and interviews and showcases that we do all week and um, it's it's an odd sort of monster because we've got uh, billions of moving parts a lot of different mm-hmm. variables there and then there's the fact that we're trying to be like hey uh, company what do you bring into e3 and they're like ah, uh-uh, we're not going to tell you it's a big surprise and we're like now how do we plan for something we have no idea what it yeah. is yeah uh, and that's i mean that comes down to us where it's like i would love to have a i'd love to be doing research on on games that i that you're going to be doing segments to. about yeah i don't necessarily it's not nailed down yet so right. it's, you know there's a certain sort of you, you get a lot of like uh brian you'll be interviewing sony game number two and yeah. i'm like oh i like, love Ooh, sony, sony game, game number two, two. this is sequel thrilling. yeah <laughs> there we go yeah um yeah i remember that's what like our andrew and i, I remember had appointments the first thing we were going to see i was seeing sony game one he was seeing sony game two yeah. and luckily my game was God of War, so I was like, "All right, that worked out well." Yeah. What was his? Uh, I think it was Days Gone, so I think yeah, he was happy. But oh, was it? Oh no! Yeah, Mark Cerny again. <laughs> I don't know. I heard you yeah. didn't like my game. <laughs> packing, packing bags is uh, is is a good part of it, and uh, yeah, you I mean, get, we pretty much nice haircut. Moved to L.A. for a week. Like to bring all my jams and jellies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bring preservatives, various nut butters. Yeah, yeah. That's really the hardest part of E three is preparing all of the thoughtful gift baskets that we give to our yeah. our show guests. Yeah. I make a nice, uh, like just a bunch of seasonal fruits and whatnot. Ooh, I, that's what I like to do. I, I make jerky at home and I, I like to dole it out to all the. <laughs> Hello, Shigeru Miyamoto. Would you like some of my really, cured meats? Really weird. There's 15,000 fans coming this year, and Max and I are making lollipops for all of them. So if you see Max, ask him for a sucker. Don't do that. Um, now, Joshua Lee says, Are you excited for the Friday the 13th game on yes. PS4 this Friday? Uh, we are having Adam Sessler on up at noon this week to that's talk right. about it. Um, he's going to play the game with us a little bit, and uh, we're probably going to kill a teenager yeah we're gonna we're gonna dress the cess with a, a let's play of this game dress the cess uh we're gonna uh slice a human child in half i think is what you have to do <laughs> no really i we're gonna we're just gonna kill a boy with a canoe somebody <laughs> tell me somebody, somebody <laughs> tell me you can like you can like make a human kebab in this game is that this you is just cartoonishly violent yeah. yeah like they really did not pull any punches with like you know what jason Voorhees I mean, that's, does yeah, that's what he does he's just a real mis- manhandler of camping equipment and uh and <laughs> recreational yep. devices yep i'm very excited that we get like that we're getting a, a badass new horror game on ps4 this that's week. awesome yeah, i'm super really stoked cool. about that yeah. uh yeah so definitely tune in that's uh that's up at noon that's, that already comes out this friday are you scared of stuff like this no slasher stuff i'm fine with that's so interesting it's i like you're I, not afraid I, of men i was scared of i mean i was scared of jason when i was like a kid but like i've kind of grown out of it i mean maybe, maybe if we like go camping i might be like "Ooh, the hatchet man's around the corner <laughs> but like jason Voorhees is too funny like i keep thinking of that part and uh what if and, jason uh, Voorhees walked up to you with his big like he's got like cleavers and everything and then he just puts a tiny spider on your shoulder <laughs> like um, yeah I mean, that'd be real weird. Yeah. Like a weird thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, he's a weird dude, okay? He kills teens. So I'm, probably, maybe, like, I'm probably more scared of that large spider in the Tim Allen movie Jungle to Jungle than I am of Jason Voorhees. 
but that's because of that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's where. The, yeah, I didn't realize that comes out Friday. Uh, Rhyme also comes out on Friday. Oh, sweet! It's this Friday. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Nice. Hachi machi. Bowsers. Caramba. Sam Rada says, "Do you think Sony crapped the bed with not giving the PS4 Pro 4K Blu-ray support?" <laughs> I love that phrase. Crap, crap the bed. Oh, I woke up and there was crap all over the bed. <laughs> oh, it'd be like the horse's head in The Godfather, except with fessies. Never tell, I don't know if I ever told the story. I'm gonna ever forget it. This what is just doing? No, uh, <laughs> What are you doing? A, fr- a friend of a friend of mine uh, got really drunk one night, and he went. He went out and like right before bed, he bought a bunch of candy, and didn't realize that he had a, a Snickers bar in his pocket. <laughs> and he went to sleep, and he woke up next to this girl, and she rolled over, and she's like, "You pooped the bed," and he was like, "No, look, it's chocolate." <laughs> So did he like eat it to prove that it wasn't? Gross? No, that's that they do in Caddyshack. That's the that he realized that it was actually it was. It was uh, I don't think this has really been a factor, honestly. I think that like for for uh, certain people, like certain video files, when it comes to things like this, people have been really excited about 4K Blu-ray support on uh, Xbox One S. It's just really funny that this is Sony's proprietary thing, right. and that you can't play it on PlayStation, but you can play it on Xbox. I feel like it would have cost them an extra like fifteen dollars a unit, and they're yeah. like, nah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, come on, man, just take the L on. Well, that. I think yeah. also I, I immediately was like, that's that's a stupid thing to not support. But then I stopped and think about it, and so many people are moving towards streaming, and yeah. there's no limit on it streaming 4K stuff aside from your bandwidth. Which yeah, is- the problem is like 4K streaming has never been as good as just putting in a 4K. Sure, sure. like it's putting always, Earth it's always a little lossy. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So huh. I don't know. And I think for a lot of people who don't have really awesome internet, like it becomes a problem. So. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sucks. It's not something I think about often, but um, you, you don't have nightmares on it. Night terrors. I don't know if it, if they crapped the bed yeah. on this one. Yeah, I would say they peed a little. I w- yeah, they they went to bed with some candy bars in there. There is we the go. Way of there looking we go. At it. With nougat. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan Aimi says, I don't know how to read that name. <laughs> do you have any summer travel plans? <laughs> Ryan Aimi, that's it. Ryan Aimi, uh, do you have any summer travel plans outside of E3 or the myriad other conventions that happen? Brian, you just mentioned you're going to yeah, Japan. Yeah, Tokyo. There's a lot of, lot of conventions this summer, so yeah. we'll see. Um, if we do Gamescom again, I'll probably stick around for an extra few days and see Europa. Cool. Like their various coins. Europa's, uh, that's actually a moon. Steal some pounds. Don't yeah. steal pounds. You just right. learned about pounds. What about you yeah. boys? You going anywhere? You going to the bar? We'll be. I'll be going to a bar. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Seattle for like two days. Yeah, that's a uh, summer vacation. Oh yeah. I need to. I need to just do like a vacation. Oh, like the a, old, the old Wetville. Let's do Portland. Portland's fun as hell. You just, did, you just did Portland. Yeah, I did Portland. Yeah, Portland's yeah. a wonderful city. Yeah, it's a good Grand place to go. Time. It's a good place to hold hands. Uh, Brittany hints, hints, hints. I don't know. It's been only. It's only five hints, months it's left. Clearly, it's hints, written. Hints. <laughs> I don't know if only there were some tips or tricks. Hints is the ketchup. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's only five months left until Halloween. What horror movie have you recently seen that you would recommend? Ooh. The Void is a super cool. Oh yeah, The yeah. Void. Rules. Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, very like very John Carpenter. Uh, awesome practical effects. Super I rewatched cool. the uh, The Witch the other night, and I, movie. Was, I put subtitles on because it's a very dense. Uh, Mumbly movie, yeah. yeah. So a lot of like, <laughs> and you don't really know what did that goat just say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a goat that talks. That's cool. Yeah. Spoilers, but yeah, that's a terrifying movie. My, my my wife was like, "Oh, let's watch this movie. That's great." And she fell asleep four minutes in. So it was just like three o'clock in the morning, and I was just like sitting there, like, ah. <laughs> I couldn't even be like, "Well, oh, that's scary, right?" Right. What I was the goat's like, name Daniel, like Lord Daniel or something. Uh, yeah. Was it Black Philip? Black Philip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a mean goat. That's a good, that's a good movie. We um, watched uh, It Follows recently. That was a very good yeah. movie. I, I so I, I just rewatched something. Or I watched something called uh, You Are Not Alone. It's this weird kind of indie horror movie on I think it was on Amazon or something. Uh, and it was very clearly kind of going for a similar sort of It Follows vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting because it's told entirely from first person. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. like a. Which is very interesting from a, like a video game yeah. perspective. Um, it does a really good job of kind of like 
<clears throat> making you comfortable with the characters and just being like like introducing you to stuff and just really being you, like it lulls you into being like oh yeah everything's cool then you're like oh wait i'm watching a horror movie yeah yeah um, as a whole it's not a not a great movie but it does some interesting things so that's yeah. worth checking i saw out. i saw alien that wasn't good oh i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Me out. that's a bummer yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, yeah. I need to go see it i'm just gonna be like trying to just, let's just the, leave work right now and go see alien. i honestly think we should do that yeah casey long says what do you like to do in a video game but hate doing in real life mine is looking for lost items murder yeah murder is a good one <laughs> murder for lost items that's interesting yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like errands yeah, you know, like yeah. oh, it's like helping out people in town. I don't want to do I think that. Listening in, in to people life. talk, having like full conversations, <laughs> walking walk, up to strangers. If, if I walked outside and this lady was like, "Excuse me, can you help me find my pigeons?" I'd be like, "Die, you crazy woman!" <laughs> in a video game, I'm like, "Yeah, what do you got for me?" Yeah, you got yeah. some some quests? climbing. I don't like climbing. Climbing is very fun in video games. Not yeah. something I like, like to running. do. Like yeah, running. Running. I, yeah. I kind of like running, but I don't really like doing it. I really, it's really just a well, any game where you roll. Like I don't tumble a lot. Like I don't do I don't do like rolls. In real yeah. life, but I do in like Zelda. I I'll do good, good rolls. I think yeah. um, my yard and practice some tactical rolls. <laughs> VR is like one is the kind of place where I do stuff that I would I, I'm not interested in at all. Like uh, and even in other video games, like in the Batman Arkham game, like you there's a lot of like picking up clipboards and turning them and looking at them. Yeah, seems like the most boring thing in the world to do in real life. But like in that game, I'm like this is really fun. Yeah, so. we played that Star Trek VR and they were like we've made a perfect spaceship replica and we're like wow pointing fingers. Clapping, um, no, I mean to kind of extend on what I was saying with uh, with Farpoint, in that something that isn't scary and like a two dimensional experience is heightened with VR. The same goes with the most mundane details. Sitting in a chair is like a new novelty, yeah. Because you know? you're like, whoa, look at my legs! I can look at my legs in VR. That's yeah, yeah, exciting. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I and I think the developers need to really keep that in mind. Is that something that they completely gloss over? Because it's like it's stupid. Who cares? People are gonna be like, whoa, you can pick up the flashlight and move it. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And Whereas if someone like went to your house and did that, you'd be like, what's wrong with them? Yeah, like I would say, I, <laughs> why does he do uh, that? With Dick Wild, I almost like the sort of the the hub kind of loading screen area more than I do the actual game. Yeah, and the game is like, oh, you're shooting alligators and crocodiles and stuff, and but. Then the loading area is like, yeah, but you can you can shoot darts at the wall and knock things off of it. And it's just kind of this fun. I was yeah. having so much fun with that. There's like yeah. a pickle jar on the wall, and there's like these cabinets you can open with your darts. Like yeah. it just really, it felt like being like a kid sitting can, yeah. in like an office and you just shooting Nerf the guns TV on and off. And like, yeah. kind of just like to shoot Nerf guns and then not have to worry about picking up the darts or losing yep. them or mm-hmm. dog yep. eating them or anything. Uh, anyway, that is our uh, that is our show for the day. Thank you all very much for uh, for joining us. Um, we have God, it's going to be very weird over the next few weeks. Uh, we are aware that we are rapidly approaching podcast beyond episode five hundred, and we've uh, we're figuring out what to do with that. We're terrified. We're terrified. It's, it's, truly. It's, Episode 500, as well as the 10th anniversary, is coming yes. up soon. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're, we're, we're sort probably of going to figure out a way to mash those both together because obviously or split 500 them in half. It's within half, yeah. 500 is coming up very soon, yeah. and it's obviously not something we expect people to travel for. So we're making that work within the conjunction of the rest of the year and how the big anniversary of Beyond works. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a couple of celebrational yes. shaped things, <laughs> some that hopefully you can participate in, we're and some that to, we're, we're doing without you. We're trying to align this in a way that makes it easy for people to to be at it. So yeah. maybe yeah. we. We are doing something at an event. Who knows? Um, we do not, but we are trying to find out. Um, also, course, next week, uh, yes. the show's going to be late yes. because we uh, usually record on Monday yeah. and it's Memorial Day. Yep. Also, I don't think More Brian early and I, if you listen to last week's show. Also, I don't think Brian and I are going to be here. That's right. Yeah. Good luck, Max. All right. Well, I don't know Beyond. what I don't know what that's going to be, but okay, I'll yeah, figure think, that yeah, out. And little Andy, Andy will be back from right. Little Andy will be back from Andrew. Andy. Yeah, but All he'll right. be he'll be saying Sumi Masen. Sumi Masen. Andrew Goldfarb. Andrew Goldfarb. 
All right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, be sure to check out our, our YouTube channel, which is this youtube.com slash IGN Beyond. Uh, go subscribe to that, even if you don't even, like, care. Just, just It's like a number that looks good for us. And we it get, looks great. We get uh, big bags of gold coins from yep. our bosses. They say, you've been very good. Here you go. Chocolate coins. It's a jingle of coins. Don't um, fall asleep with those in your pocket or else yeah. the girl's going to think bad what things. What about other like shows, Max? What else uh, we do? We up do up building? at noon. Uh, that's every Thursday at noon Pacific time. Uh, it's going to get real funny with uh, E3 schedules and conventions and whatnot. Oh, yeah. and you're going to Japan for a while, but we've got cool stuff coming up there. That is uh, noon Pacific time on IGN and all the various things. Uh, we've said it before. Check out the IGN uh, iOS app or just the, the mobile really good. app. It's very nice. It's yeah. a very good way to consume a website. Uh, Marty, you over on a podcast on, on Locked? Locked? Yes, we do that, that uh, every Wednesday afternoon. I believe it posts um, on that with McCaffrey and Alana. And so exciting to be on a podcast about a thing that can play 4K Blu-rays. It is. That's all we talk about. That's all we talk about. the cat. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been real wild. There's, I heard there's four Quantum break. How's the how's the how's the, uh, how's the temperature feel about this Scorpio thing? Should we be worried over here on the PlayStation? No, I'm, I mean We're not you, new you look here. you look at the specs. It is going to be it's going to be the most powerful console ever made. But you that's PlayStation is going to hold people back. I don't think PlayStation is going to hold people back. I think what the, it doesn't matter how powerful your console is unless if you don't got the games. So that's I think right, they yeah. got to show us the games. I saw a funny interview today about how uh, they were trying to explain the reasoning that Porsche and Forza have have partnered up. And you really think that the reason would be because Forza is a game about cars. cars? Yeah, yeah, that makes but sense. They went on to go on and say other stuff. And I'm like, you really didn't need to do it's, that. It's, Somebody, this is a really famous car. This like, is a big car like game. Mercedes and Mario Kart demanded an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> like, one one like, I got some questions about why yeah. you're putting the turtle did, in this car. How did the Chicago Bulls get an NBA 2K18? Right. I demand <laughs> answers. Yeah. Well, they're basketball like, teams. So. Ah, those cars that people want to drive are now drivable yeah. in a game in which you drive cars. We share similar philosophies. It's wheels. <laughs> you might have been asked. Why are you putting cheese on the hamburgers? Well, great news. It turns out that's a thing. It's called a cheeseburger, and it's thrilling. Investigative journalism. Yeah. Uh, Major Nelson, damn, another hot scoop. <laughs> Dunked on him again. Wow. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle, and Marty is McBiggity with two Gs and two Ts. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Delicious. Delicious soft egg I love those pre-E3 scoops. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for watching, and that's that's really that's it. That's the end of the show, and we're done. Is that how it ends? That's it. That's the yeah. end of it. You think that's the I way it's like, right there? I think it's pretty. We I got, feel like we should retract your baby cakes. Done. I don't think your baby cakes anymore. Don't what if we all say beyond at the same cakes. time? One, two, three. Beyond. beyond. <laughs> that was good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. It was a good time. I, I think yeah. Nakoa's left already. I don't yeah. Know yeah. You can take your earphones out now and put something else on. Yeah. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.